so great to serve a God that does new things all the time and makes beautiful things out of us. Our scripture reading comes from the book of Isaiah, chapter 43, verses 16 through 21. Thus says the Lord, who makes a way in the sea, a path in the mighty waters, who brings out chariot and horse, army and warrior. They lie down, they cannot rise. They are extinguished, quenched like a wick. Do not remember the former things or consider the things of old. I am about to do a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Wild animal will honor me, the jackals and the ostriches, for I give water in the wilderness, rivers in the desert, to give drink to my chosen people, the people whom I formed for myself, so that they may declare my praise. How do you know when God is doing something new? Or you see, when we go to the store, it's really easy to find out if something is new. It says new and improved. It's got big stickers on it. You know, it, 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 it's got labels that tell us that it's new, right? But what do we do to find out what God is doing that is new in our lives? Well, the scripture teaches us that one way we find out what is new is by looking at what God has already done and seeing what God is doing that is different. Pretty simple, right? You look at what God has done, and then you look at what God is doing that is different. The scripture tells us in Isaiah that the one who is speaking makes a way in the sea, takes out enemy armies, and makes a way where there is no way. When I think about this and I think about the story of the Israelites, I immediately am brought to the time of the Exodus when they got brought out of Egypt. Because basically what happened there was they were in a situation where they needed a way out. And there wasn't a way out. Have you ever been in a situation that seemed like there was no way out? And you were scratching your head as to how to make it out of that situation? And you prayed about it, and you asked God for help, and you tried to do your best, and you still could not figure the way out. And you felt like it was just barren land, didn't you? You were in a dry and weary place. But what happened in that situation? Did you remain in that place where there was no way? No. At some point... God helped you to find a way out. At some point, God made a way where there wasn't a way. And the way you found that way was by continuing to persevere and ask God to open your eyes to see the new things that he was doing. We have a tendency to look back at our past 
in order to see where we've been and then determine what we need to do now. Yet in the Scripture we are told not to remember the former things or consider the things of old. Why? Why would Isaiah tell us not to look back? Why, why would Isaiah tell the people not to think of the things of old? For one simple reason. We often get stuck in the past. How many of you remember the good old days? Ah, everybody remembers the good old days, right? What are the good old days for us? They're always something that happened before now, which we look at and romanticize as a great time, right? And those golden days, we romanticize. Boy, those were the good old days. And the Israelites did this too when they were in the wilderness going towards the promised land. They looked and they looked at the stuff they were dealing with and they said, you know, we remember the good old days back in Egypt when we had plenty to eat and they forgot they were slaves there. When we look back at the good old days, we always romanticize them. We always make them better than they really were. Because in our mind, we forget all the bad stuff and we only remember the good stuff to make them the good old days. So Isaiah says, don't look back at the good old days. Don't remember the past to romanticize it. Because God is doing a new thing. And if you're looking back at the past and stuck with your vision in the past, you will miss what God is doing right now, which is God is opening a new way. And God is doing a new thing. If you just keep looking at the past, you'll miss it. God is doing a new thing. Can you perceive it, he says. Can you sense it? Can you tell that it's going on? Now, we all want to say, yeah, I can tell. But the reality is most of the time we can't tell. Most of the time we're going, Lord, what are, where are you doing this new thing? I can't tell. I can't see it. I can't perceive it. I can't. Understand it. What are you doing, Lord? How many times do we feel that way? We don't understand what God is doing, where God is leading us, what God is trying to show us. And Isaiah is writing to the people of Israel who are experiencing just that feeling. For you see, they had been taken captive by Babylon. Half of the people had been taken to exile as slaves. And the other half, the older and the youngest, have been left pretty much to fend for themselves in the land of Israel. And it is to these people who are right now in exile and destitute in their own land, who are separated in families across the distance, that Isaiah writes that God is doing a new thing. So you can imagine how hard it was for them to accept that. They looked and they probably said, where? We don't see it. 
Where? We don't experience that. Where is God doing a new thing for us when we are going through all of this? How can God do something new? Yet Isaiah comes with those words from God directly. I am about to do a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you perceive it? And you know, every single act of God begins with a trickle. It begins with a nudging. It begins with a small move of the Spirit in our hearts or in our situation. But one of the things that is true about that is that it springs forth. And when you look up springs forth, it means that it comes with force and strength. And it might not seem like much when it begins, but it is growing and it is expanding because the work of God is that way. Are you perceiving what God is doing? See, when we, when we look to perceive, we can't use these eyes. Because in our human form, we begin to look at the things we have and don't have. We look at our troubles and our to-do lists. We look at all the things that keep us busy every day. But Isaiah was inviting the people to perceive the God who calls us to believe that he is making a way where there is no way. And the God that is able to transform each one of our lives. And he reminds the people, this is the God who basically led you out of Egypt and took out all of the Egyptian army in the process. This is the God who made a way for you to walk on dry land when you were with your backs to the sea. This is the God who called you and made you a people for his name and has not given up on you, even though you're in exile. But perceiving what God is doing requires us to not just know the former things and be stuck in that past and reliving the glory days or the good old days. It requires us to understand that God right now is doing something new. That we serve a creative God that is always creating in our lives. You see, for some people, God is one who created way back when, set everything into motion like a clock, and then walked away. But Isaiah is telling us that that is not the God we serve, that we serve a God that is constantly breaking through. We serve a God that is constantly making a path where there is no path in order to bring forth his life into our lives in a way that makes an impact and helps us to change. But perceiving what God is doing requires us to believe in the God who can make all things new and create for our benefit. Can you believe in a God 
that when there is no way, he opens a way for you. Can you trust a God who says he will never forsake you or leave you until he gets you to the promised land? Can you believe that the God who did the things that he has done already in your life will do new and improved things in the rest of your life? For you see, God has left the best for last. But we normally see it the other way. We think the best is already gone. And God is saying, I still have more. I still have more to pour out on you. I still have more to give you. I still have more to open up for you. But you have to believe that I can do it. And you have to be open to the move of my spirit. Oh, it must have been so difficult for the people of Israel to accept Isaiah's words that God was doing a new thing. Because clearly what they were experiencing and witnessing as an occupied nation was everything but a new thing. But God came through for them. The prophet encouraged them to believe that God would bring them back together. And God did. God broke through and even used another opposing army to take over the Babylonians so that the Israelis could go home. God can do anything when we let him, when we trust him, when we just believe that he can do new things in our lives. The good news is even when you don't perceive it, God is doing a new thing. Whether we want to perceive what's happening in this video or not, it is taking place. Whether you want to accept that God is moving in the world or not, He is moving right now. Whether you believe it or not, He is healing people. Whether you believe it or not, the Holy Spirit is going out to those who are in need. But God wants you to believe it. Because God wants you to experience new and improved things in your life. He doesn't want you to just hear about the healings. He wants you to experience the healings. He doesn't want you to just hear about miracles in other people's lives. He wants to do miracles in your life. He doesn't want you to hear about other churches growing. He wants to see this church grow. God is doing a new thing. Can you perceive it? Can you feel it? He's bringing life into our life and making a way where there is no way. And the only thing he asks is that we continue to put our faith and our trust in him. He's doing it. It's not us. He is doing it. He is breaking through. We just have to believe it and continue to move forward. God makes all things new in Jesus Christ. 
I pray he's doing new things in your life. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you. I thank you because every day you are finding creative ways to minister to our lives, to serve, O Lord, our needs to draw closer to you. We ask, O Lord, on this day that you will help us to perceive the new things that you're doing, the new movements of your spirit, the new miracles that you're trying to bring about in our lives. O Heavenly Father, just open our spiritual eyes to see the rushing flood of your spirit that overtakes all of our enemies, that vanquishes all of our fears, and that gives us victory over the enemy. Help us, O oh Lord, simply to accept that even today you want to make us new in Christ. In his name we pray. Amen. The altar is open. We have a prayer ministry here at Skyland where we want to pray for you, for whatever needs you have, for whatever you're struggling with. Maybe you're not seeing or perceiving what God is making new in you. Maybe you want God to do something new in your life. We want to pray for you today. The altar is open from this green marker over here to this side. We will pray for you. We will pray with you. If you would like to pray by yourself and have a moment with the Lord, you can go between the green markers and pray by yourself before God. But don't miss this opportunity to invite the one who makes all things new to do a new thing in you.